Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 231. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our 2019 E3 Blowout Bonanza, where we are going to come around for our annual predictions. My name is Justin Mass, and I'm joined by three of the coolest guys around the virtual internet on this table of ours. I've got Timothy Alf, Marty Estes, and the man from the south, the beard, Mr. Jesse Waldack. But first, let's cue that music, shall we? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marty here with Nintendo Dads, and it's episode 231, and that is right. You heard the silver-tongued voice from the aisles, Mr. Justin Masson, emerging as if through an ethereal mist of four or five weeks of not caring about us and not being on the show. It's good to have you back. Seriously. I, I was I was so ashamed that I was wrong in my April Nintendo Direct and how much you know, slack I received from some of you on the show. I won't name names, Marty, uh, that I was basically, you know, bundled up in a cave, crying myself to sleep, and I grow a very large beard, but I've come down from the mountaintop with my E3 2019 predictions. No, seriously, though, you, uh, you've been doing a lot of traveling. I have, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, uh, sometimes you have to travel for work, and we get that, and we're just glad to have you back, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's good to be back. The fans ask for you. The people ask for you. They're like, where's Masson? And we're like, we don't know. (laughs) We don't know what country he's in today, which I'm not going to lie. There were certain points during my last four weeks. I didn't know what country or what time zone I was in. Did you take your switch on your trip? Uh, Yeah, I take my switch with me everywhere, actually. I got a ton of time in um, during my last trip, actually, because it was flying from Boston to Ireland and then back and forth. So I got a a lot of time in with it. Uh, Shockingly, playing some games that probably some of you wouldn't think I'd be playing. But we can maybe talk about that later. Nice segue there. Uh, Speaking of a nice segue. Yeah, heck no, it's not going to be Picross. Speaking of a nice segue. And we're not talking about the kind where you transition from one thing to the other. We're actually talking about the kind you ride on, like Paul Blart Mall Cop. It's Jesse Waldack. I am less south than he is, though. You said I was the one from the south. In the intro. Listen, it's big. I've been gone for four weeks. Give me a break here, all right? <laughs> I mean, give him, give him, give him a break, Jesse. It's okay. And How it's four a.m. So yeah, so I'm here dealing with wet carpet because we had like a foot of rain, and and then that that's a lot of rain. If you think a foot of snow is a lot, yeah. So yeah, foot of rain's a lot of rain. Yeah. So our our carpet got a little got uh, kind of waterlogged. It didn't, you know, not to the point where it's so flooded I need a sump pump. It just stayed at the carpet level. But we know we we have more rain coming this weekend, so I'm not putting too much effort into making sure it's all dry because it's just going to get wet again. So I've just been kind of making sure it's trying not to spread. Especially if it doesn't get my arcade because I just built the damn thing. I don't want it ruined in less than three yeah. months. And and the, the, the thing is, is too, with all that rain, I mean, you guys dodged a bullet. There was some pretty severe weather up near your area. Yeah, uh, in Missouri, there was multiple tornadoes. And so, so that's never fun. And we're glad you're okay and just a little soggy. But, I mean, when are you not always just a little soggy, right? I mean, you, yeah. It, it, yeah, it depends on who's who else we have on the show. Right, right, right. And speaking <laughs> of other people we have on the show, joining us tonight, Nintendo Dad's community manager extraordinaire, Timothy Off. How are you, brother? I am awesome. 
I feel awesome, I should say. <laughs> and no, you're awesome. Great. Just say it. <laughs> Own it. I'm excited to be on the show, of course, and looking forward to hearing everybody's predictions and seeing how true they become. Absolutely. And guys, or we are not. here. <laughs> no, or not. <laughs> well, you know, in Justin's case. Uh, we are mere <laughs> weeks away from E3 as we speak. And as we have already danced around the subject of predictions, let's just dive into those glorious things, shall we? Do it. Oops, I forgot to turn the volume up. (laughs) (laughs) Try it again. Redo. Nice little different intro for our predictions this week. We're using. I figure we're using the less discussed music. uh, music. Right, right, right. Because that's where I put it on the show. Not a whole lot of news we're going to get into. We may hit a couple of things later on, but the bulk of the show this week is going to be our E3 predictions. And because of that, our E3 predictions are brought to you by who, Justin? Uh, Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and all the amazing supporters who, who help us out there every single month. That is absolutely 100%. Correct. And uh, we posted about our E3 predictions over on our Patreon page earlier this week. And we will be uh, sharing your feedback uh, that we we ask our patrons for their predictions. Right. And so we're going to share some of those and some of that feedback later on in the show after we have talked about ours. But guys, Nintendo is gearing up uh, for E3 in a big way. Of course, the digital event will happen on June the 11th. Uh, at about, uh, I think it's, a, is it 11 a.m.? 11 Central. So 11 Central. I, I, so I, in, in the notes, yeah, noon Eastern. I, in the notes, I have all the press conferences if you right. want to talk, talk about and some of so them that might be switch related. Nintendo uh, is, if we want to talk about the, quote, big three who are exhibiting at E3, they are the only ones. Sony's not going to be there. Microsoft is not going to be there, though they will have their own events and so to run down nintendo's events that we talked about a couple weeks ago on the show saturday june 8th will be a battle of the best with smash uh splatoon and mario maker uh and then they will go from there into the digital event on the 11th and then treehouse for i believe they said three days following yeah because that's that's the show floor is three days long right so So, makes sense uh thursday might end early but yeah Probably will. Let's just be let's be honest. It has the last few years. Sprinkled in there at the start of the week on June 9th, uh, EA, Microsoft, Bethesda, and Devolver Digital on June 9th with a PC gaming show on June 10th, Ubisoft on June 10th, and Square Enix as well, and then the Nintendo Direct to finish it all up on the 11th. And, of course, we're all looking forward to it, but that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. We're here to talk about our predictions. So, Justin... Tell the folks how we are breaking our predictions down tonight. Yeah, so we're going to break it down in kind of three categories, if you would. Uh, kind of easy predictions, so definitely going to occur or, or highly, highly likely. We have kind of a, a medium, which is the likeliness of it occurring is, is pretty good, but there may be some variant on this. And then we kind of have our high uh, high prediction or high net worth prediction, which is the wild card, which is the this is the crazy one. This is this is going for the fences. would love to for it to actually occur. Uh, so I think you're seeing kind of broken down in, in those three categories. Um, yeah. 
And of course, you guys need to go back and check whether we're right and wrong. Um, and again, most likely these three will be completely wrong, but I will most likely be 100% right. So uh, take that one to the bank. We shall see. We shall see. So uh, since uh, Tim is our guest tonight as uh, the community manager and uh, Patreon as well, uh, Tim, why don't you start us out with the easy category? I guess this will be the softballs, the definitely going to happen. You know, it's kind of a gimme. So let's start with you. Give us your first prediction for Nintendo Z3. So you know that at the beginning of the year when we did our predictions that uh, I had crazy predictions, right? Yes. (laughs) So I don't think any of mine are going to fall in the easy category. Okay. (laughs) But I will try. So let's go. Let's go. Most likely. I will. I will do that. So most likely. And I kind of wrote mine out in the way that I thought it would fall with everything else that was going on. But um, with the Nintendo battle of the best, I thought that um, that they would potentially, and I think other people have mentioned this, but I think they would potentially announce a uh, new character, a uh, Smash character, uh, and do a shadow drop that day, and then also maybe even a teaser for a new invited one for later in a couple months. And... As I mentioned in my predictions for the five Smash characters that I thought would be cool to have, I would like to see, I guess I'm hopeful to see, is the, the Leon, Jill, or Chris or Claire from the Resident Evil series. Maybe one of them be announced. So, All right. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with, with you on that one, um, Tim. I do think we're going to see kind of an announcement for the new Smash character, and I do think it's going to be at the Invitational. Is that, yeah, a prediction, is that an official prediction for you, or are you disagreeing <laughs> with him? No, that's that's one of my official predictions, actually. I think we're going to see one. I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a shadow drop, though, but I think we're going to see the trailer announcement there. So, you're, okay, so, you, so, so Tim is saying it's actually going to be released that day, and you're just saying it's just going to be announced. Correct. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing saying there's going to be at least two, and, and one of them will be shadow dropped, and the other one will be teased. I th- I think we get one there as the tease, and I think we get one in the actual direct teased. Okay. But I don't think I don't think any wow. of them are shadow dropped. Now, here's the thing, though. I I don't. I I'm sticking to my guns, but I actually think probably Tim. I think you're more more right than I am, because I think we they have to or they have to they have to roll out four more. Is that right? Between now yes. and February. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and I think that that logically makes sense. They they do a drop now, and then they do another one in September, and then they do another one in December, and then they do their final one in February. February. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the deal, though. Like, and and not that I necessarily disagree, but a little pushback on that. Why all the buildup for Joker, and the 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 months of you know waiting and the hype. And then you just shadow drop another character. I I just don't because it's like, Nintendo. <laughs> I get yeah. I I mean that makes sense because sometimes they don't make sense. Right. But honestly, I don't see a, a character coming out shadow dropped. I I I can see the two trailers. Right. I can see one announcement. I'll get to that later. But like I I just don't see if 
like here's how here's kind of the angle that I'm coming at with is if Joker was given that amount of hype and respect, if it is another third party character and you just dump him out there or dump her out there, then it mm. looks like we don't care about this character, but we, we really care about Joker. Well, I, that's a good point. And the reason why I looked at it as a shadow drop uh, possibly is that that company may want it to be like, I'm awesome. I'm letting you guys have my character and letting you drop it right now, potentially, you know, so. And who's, who's your guess for, do you have a, an inside baseball on what you think that, that, uh, that character might be there, Tim? I'm going with the resident evil, a resident evil character. Yes. Yep. It's interesting. Because of the, the releases of the new resident evil games on, or, you know, the the remasters that we got Mm -hmm. and a lot of, um, stuff going on with that recently that's why i thought maybe it could be a resident evil character and if not that maybe the teased one i think is the one that they could potentially build up to doing the like the joker thing where it would be teased and give us you know a couple months to build up to for september but there would be that one where somebody gets to you know be the hero and be the shadow dropped one that, oh, this is awesome. We're getting, you know, for example, a Resident Evil character at 10 o'clock today, you know, so at, when announced at E3 or, um, or they could say at 10 o'clock they have E3 or whatever, you know, it was around E3 time. So that's just, just a guess. Just my thoughts. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm going to, Instead of say, starting with an easy one, I'm going to start with a, what I think consider a medium one, because it is related to, to Smash DLC, so let's keep that train rolling. I'm going to stick with what I said like a month ago, because it hasn't been proven false yet, so I'm going to stick with it. Smash DLC 2 will be a Microsoft character and announced at the Microsoft event, and Shadow Drop the same day, available now. Uh, you know, likely Steve or Cuphead. That's a good one. I, I like I like Jesse's train of thought here. I like Jesse's train of thought, and I love how all of us have a Smash DLC as one of our predictions. And I and like um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of backpack on yours, and I'll go. And mine was medium as well, or, or the the middle of the road likely to happen. Uh, and I just. I mean, mine is Steve. I think it's going to be Steve. I, I don't think there's any way around that. I don't uh, like here. Here's and here's why. Like I look at characters that Nintendo would option for this for the ser- for the for the game, and we're looking at mass appeal across you know across the board. Joker is extremely popular. Um, was an extremely popular character from an extremely popular game. When you look at what my what, what Microsoft has to offer, who is more popular than, than Steve? Right? It's definitely not freaking Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Give yeah, me a Mine- break. Minecraft has had their ten year anniversary. Yep, Minecraft just had its ten year anniversary. Um, I fully now now let me add a little semicolon to my prediction here um and say this that i think that I, I i will say jesse nail on the head there i think you're exactly right if we're if that's happening it's happening during the microsoft event nintendo will walk out on stage at the microsoft event and there will be some kind of smash announcement the other the semicolon there is that i think there's also a strong possibility of another character 
for Smash being announced, and that is a fighter from the Tekken series for Smash. So considering your, the close relationship with Bandai Namco. I have seen rumblings online of it being Hihachi, uh, and I could definitely see that happening. Because they, they had a Mii Fighter costume when Wii U. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And they have a virtual fighter costume as well. So, I mean, it's that may not be the smoke where there's smoke, there's fire. But honestly, Namco and Nintendo have worked well together in the past. Uh, there was even... Well, which game was it that was on Wii U that had the special costumes and like the mushrooms that shrank and grew your fighters? Was that Tekken 5? Uh, that was an early release game, right? Uh, it, it, yeah, it was right, right around. Do you, you guys remember? I, I, I think it's in the Tekken franchise, but I don't remember the name of the game. I know it was in, yeah, it was definitely in Tekken. Maybe it's Tekken Tag Tournament or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking it's going to be one of those two worlds. But I I, I mean I could totally see them doing DLC two and DLC three with DLC two is available soon, right? They love that word soon, and then DLC three available fall. So there you I can go. See that. That's a good point. Yep. Yeah. I don't do you, do you guys think that there will be release dates that accompany this DLC announcement for your prediction? Is that for Tim and Justin? Because my I said mine is releasing yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah, like yeah, Tim and Justin, do you do you, like, do you feel like we're gonna get a solid release date? For sorry, for which ones? For for any like if Smash DLC is announced, do you feel like it will have a solid release date? No, no, no. They're gonna they're gonna target Windows. Yeah, so soonish fall. Yeah, like September. Like, you know, we'll see something like yes, yeah, September. We we won't see an actual actual firm date. Holiday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be okay. like a middle of the night drop. Yeah. I'm before, I'm going to before February 2020. Yeah. Um, why don't you start us off on our next round of predictions, Justin? So I'm actually going to kind of lean into a little bit of Tim's component there as well of kind of the, the, uh, the timeline as we're going to be seeing it. Right. So I obviously know it's the invitational stuff first. I believe that at the super Mario brothers invitational, it will be revealed that super Mario brothers two is the other skin in that spot. And that's missing. So I believe we're going to get that at that invitational. Are you going to call that an easy as well? Um, yeah, I put that in a me- I put that in a medium only because of the fact that I, I, wh- whether it's called there, whether it's called in the actual event, but I think that's the right platform for it. I so, and then the other component of that as well, I'm going to kind of roll in the second part is that I believe that more Splatoon paid DLC will be, or content will be revealed at that invitational. So they're going to, they're going to be making that day. And that's a Saturday, like a, an actually a pretty big blowout. Uh, of information uh, and stuff I, that leads into a mystery. You said on the second one. Sorry, the second one is that because uh, that invitational is Splatoon, Smash, and Mario Maker. 
So I believe we're going to get more Splatoon paid DLC during the Invitational. So we're going to get the information about it. I don't believe it's going to be available then, but I believe we're going to get information about it, like another package of DLC inform- or, or DLC content. Um, I believe that Saturday, the Invitational Saturday, is going to be a bigger day than we initially thought it will be. And I think we've seen that alignment with with Mario Maker, with Smash, and then with Splatoon. Uh, I also they're, they're want- coming out with three large titles swinging. Yeah, yeah. I I also just want to say thank you to everyone who is in our chat who's come over from twitch.com slash Sean Capri uh, and uh, has come over to enjoy us. I appreciate that you're coming to an actual show that has actual content that's actually good and paying attention <laughs> to us. So we appreciate that, and all of you. While you're here, hit a like, subscribe, um, but um, don't be watching Sean's garbage over there. That's my uh, that's my thought, guys, for uh, for what's going to happen there. All right, Jesse. What do you guys think? Am I right? Wrong? Crazy? Uh, no, I, I I think that's fair. It's I, I think me, it's fair, but I think, and that Sean Capri, yay! I think that <laughs> I think that where you might be a little bit off the mark is, uh, and I won't say off the mark because I think the Splatoon, uh, you know, radar sense that you have over there is really is really accurate, but I think it's going to be a tease for Splatoon three. Do you really? I, I, I do because they, you know, they've, they've kind of waffled back and forth, but they were pretty adamant when that last, you know, when they did the paid DLC, like they did the Octo expansion, they were pretty adamant about, we will no longer be supporting this game past blankety blank. And if you think back, we are getting close to the uh, the deadline that they set for Splatfest. Yeah, but or th- through that. Yeah, but I don't. So Splatfest would continue for two years. I so, just I just think that cycle time is too quick, Marty. I'm going to be very honest with you. Oh, I'm not. Um, I'm not I, I also like, think- when I say tease, understand what I mean by that. Like yeah. I'm talking like Metroid Prime Four tease. I, like I'm talking like maybe you're right, and we're giving you a taste of something else in Splatoon Two. But hey, guys, we're working on Splatoon Three, and here's or, an image. Or, or I guess the other thing is maybe it's and and I would be more inclined to think. So here's the thing: is Nintendo traditionally, I don't think, goes to the well twice a console cycle with a pro, like it's very rare they do that, and I don't know. Because, I mean, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face, right? Because you have an install base where it's very high for Splatoon. What I am more thinking is maybe maybe it's a, a variant in the series, right? So maybe it's like, and I'm just thinking like, Splat- I don't know. And I'm throwing weird ideas out there, but like Splatoon no, no, Battle, no, like, Battle Royale. A, a card-based turn-based RPG. Yeah, let's not go too crazy now, <laughs> Jesse. God, no. Um <laughs> But like, but but just some kind of different variant of it. Um, I can that see that makes more sense as opposed to going back to that well. I think that but I think they'd be too early in that cycle. Here I, and I, like I I see what you're I saying. I agree and disagree because Splatoon Two came out so early in the Switch's life cycle and was and whether people want to admit it or not, it was not that much of an upgrade. It was oh, really in the beginning, like Splatoon 1.5. Yeah. I, now, I, now they've added tons of value to it and made it into a very different title, especially with the Octoling expansion. But I and I get it. Like Nintendo, the, you're right. Like one Mario or maybe two per console cycle. One Zelda, one Mario Kart. Blah 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 blah. But this came out so soon. 
in that in that con you know like i mean what it launched in march and we had splatoon in july mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. and so maybe you're right in the the divergence from the series maybe we're focusing on a on a on an actual character and it's a single player campaign or i don't, I don't know but i think I think it's more than just paid DLC for Splatoon 2. Sure. Okay. I don't know whatever it is. What, what do you guys think? Um, um, I have no interest in Splatoon, so I didn't think of anything regarding that. Um, what I do have for my second one, I'm going to mark this as easy because you know, with the rumors going around last week, it's all but confirmed anyway, but I'm going to still call it because I said it over a month ago. But, you know, there's going to be, as I said, new, new company partnerships bet- between Microsoft and Nintendo will be revealed of some sort. And again, you know, similar to what the, my first one, I said it a month ago and it hasn't yet been disproven, so I'm going to keep it. Gotcha. You know, the current rumor going on is they, they might use Azure technology for streaming on Switch, which yeah. mm-hmm. would be nice and would qualify for my, my prediction. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You it would make you right. You're you're exactly right. So um, I I have Microsoft relationship on my kind of scorecard as well. Um, and I have specifically there with the Microsoft soft relationship. And do we want to talk about that here? Or do we want to move on to something else? Or do we want to do? No, I mean that's a, that's a good segue to it. I mean because I don't really know. I, I don't really know where that's going to land. <laughs> do you know no, what I mean? that's like, fine. Go ahead. Um, so I believe that the relationship will kind of see some formality. Um, on stage. Um, and I, what I mean by stage is uh, whether I, I wouldn't be shocked if Phil Spencer's in the direct in some way, like literally he walks on with, with Doug Bowser with a banjo. Cause um, button on his lapel. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, very, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Right. But I think, I think there'll be some level of, of formality or, or you'll see. Yeah. So I believe there's that. I believe the, the light touch of that will be here. Are some games we're going to announce from our good friends over at Microsoft. Right. And I think the games that we're going to see are sea of thieves and Ori. Ori, Ori has been floating around as a rumor for quite Ori a while. Ori has been Ori and Cuphead was the original yeah. rumor. Yeah, which so we've I, gotten Cuphead. So I think so Ori is the natural the part of that. segue. And then I think um, Sea of Thieves. I don't know for sure if it can run on the Switch. I mean, that's that's a whole different ball of wax potentially. But I think if there is an IP that they could potentially bring over to the Switch and see where the attachment rate is, without you're, you're kind of putting it like a low a low hanging fruit from an IP perspective that didn't have a huge install base. That is, I mean, they're giving away with gold, you know, Xbox gold pass or whatever games with gold thing that is anyways, um, that requires online connectivity. We're seeing this with games like Fortnite. We're seeing these games with Paladin. We're seeing this with DC online. I think it naturally fits into that way where it's a, where it's a, where it's low risk for them. And they're not having Nintendo play with one of their major, major IPs like Halo or Gears um, that, that may cause kind of a bit more of a fragmentation uh, or segmentation of their, of their marketplace. So I think one of those two things are going to happen. Can I play devil's advocate here? No, Tim. No. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I actually have in my prediction because uh, I, I, I think it would be spectacular, don't get me wrong, if somebody from Nintendo shows up on Microsoft stage. But I'm looking I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Microsoft Microsoft still has to sell their brand, their Xbox brand. So why bring another company up 
to distract me distract me from their Microsoft brand. I think Microsoft's going to stay focused on their Xbox brand and not do anything until if they do anything to the Nintendo Direct. Unless Nintendo is bringing something to Microsoft's table that will allow them to play a Nintendo type game on their machine. That's the only reason why I think Nintendo would be on the Xbox stage. Yeah, I I yeah, I don't think I don't think Nintendo's on their stage. I don't think so. Yeah, that's I, I, I don't I, think that, they are either and um, like I said unless Nintendo's giving Microsoft something yeah. back. No, but yeah, I do fair. believe I do believe that I could see Phil in the direct. Right. Oh yeah, like yes. introducing Ori or uh talking about Games Pass or you know, we're forming a strategic streaming partnership. Yep. With Nintendo, something like that. Look for more information in the coming months. Or that yeah. Smash for now, character. Like I, I can kind of see, yeah, like the Smash character. Or yeah. we've, we're forming this strategic streaming partnership. Uh, look for more on that in the coming months. But for now, enjoy this game in partnership with Microsoft on Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Snaps his fingers. It's Ori in the Blind Forest, or it's Sea of Thieves, or or and- whatever. Yeah, and I and I and I and on my list I have a prediction of some shadow drops, you know, available today, okay. um, which they've traditionally done for the last two years. I wouldn't be shocked if if in that Microsoft relationship, one of those, whether it's Sea of Thieves or Ori's, in my prediction, is one of those shadow drops. Mm. Let's circle back around to those. Sure, because I, I, I've got I've got one too, and it might be a good time to talk about that. Um, let me go. Let me shoot an easy one here. Uh, I think this one is probably one that. Is, is a no-brainer, and you may say, well, that's not even a real prediction, but that's okay. Uh, I believe that we <laughs> will see release dates, like actual release dates, for four games, uh, Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, Astral Chain, and Link's Awakening will all get release dates. Do we not already have the release date of August 30th for Astral Chain? Like, that's actually, I, well, okay, actually in the eShop, you're right. Correct? You're right. I totally forgot about that. Okay. Um, well, let, let me just sub in another one. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Isn't that already announced for... Uh, well, actually, that's, that's uh, like... Officially, the no. It's just, oh, don't give me that official stuff garbage. You guys know there's, it says, we, we are speculating November because Pokemon. Right. November 21st. But I think that we will get a release date on those four titles. Uh, and simply because... Like, all of those have been 2019. They've been reiterated as 2019 titles. Uh, Luigi's Mansion has recently been rated by uh, the Korean Ratings Board. So that is showing that there is work coming. There is. It's probably already done. They're probably just, you know, gearing up for it. Um, And that, like, y'all, if they don't release Luigi's Mansion, like, around Halloween, what are they doing? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Uh, Animal Crossing would be a great um, September game. Uh, Astral Chain in August and Link's, Link's Awakening to finish out the year with Pokemon in between. Uh, I think that's just like you've got right there. You've got August, September, October, November, December, and for most people, those are all high-priority games. And then somewhere in there, you're going to have to fit in like uh, Demon X Machina and a few others that have been announced that are just like floating around out there nebulous. But I think th- that those are kind of like 
Scratch the Astral Chain, put in Pokemon. Those are the four big tentpole games for the end of the year. We're going to see release dates for those. Mm-hmm. And and footage. I, they've yeah. got to break. They've got to break their silence on Animal Crossing. They have to. I mean, yeah. they don't have to, but they need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. I have that as well. I have the release dates of Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, and Awakening. My order for this is that Animal Crossing is September, Luigi's Mansion is October, and Awakening is December. Of course, Pokemon is is um, November. It's out there. Yeah, it's out yeah, there. I don't think that's that's too what, far off. What what three games did you say? Animal Crossing. Uh, I say Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, and Link's Awakening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, somebody here asks, uh, or Basel asks, Mario Kart tour date. They're not going to talk about mobile. They're not going to talk about mobile. I, I think that if we get any mobile news, period, it's going to be during Treehouse. Yeah. 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 They're not going to use. They're not going to use the. Um, the actual 45 uh, minute and part of the reason is is look at when the beta test ends and look at when this is due to broadcast mm-hmm. beta test ends june 4th if there was going to be a release during e3 or anytime in june i would think they would not have time to implement anything they learned during the beta test the only thing i could think of goes back to justin <laughs> what you had mentioned uh, in your in the video we did last year was that if they were releasing tour, there would be some sort of tie-in with Mario Kart on the Switch, potentially. Yeah. Um, That's the only I, reason why we would see that at, at yeah. 3. Do I still believe that? I don't think so. Right. <laughs> not not at least with what I've kind of heard. Knowing what uh, we know about No, about yeah, knowing tour. what we know. Only what yeah. I have heard. Right. Not seen, <laughs> but heard. Heard. Uh, yes. Or I should say, I have seen videos and photos by people who, who not in this community, but no. other people who on the internet uh, leaked and broke their NDAs, who, by the way, was just not cool. No, it <laughs> the is. The amount of stuff that was posted on Twitter that was very easy to find was, was crazy. But um, I, just from what we've seen and heard, I don't think there's a connection there. Right. Right, right. So, Justin, I want to circle back to these uh, to these shadow drops that you talked yep. about, and uh, I'm going to go and go ahead and like my easier, probably going to happen predictions. I only had two, and this is my second one, and I feel like we could talk about some of these other shadow drops. Uh, my prediction is Apex Legends announced for Switch available now. No, and the reason for that is that Apex Legends has been announced for mobile devices. And if it can run on mobile, it can run on Switch. So I so here's so I have Apex Legends down as a announcement. I don't have it down as an out now because I don't now here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this statement, Marty. I hope okay. that I'm wrong. I really would love for you to be right in this situation because let me tell you, I really, really want to pay, play apex legends yeah. uh, so much so that I even considered buying another console to play apex legends. Uh, so it has definitely got my, my interest. So why don't you think I'm right? Because I don't think the develop it's only within the last four weeks that we have heard of the mobile movement. So I don't, and I know that they had talked it when it first came out, there was, is it coming to switch? And they all kind of laughed, they all kind of laughed at them. Right. Um, or the developers laughed at them. 
And I think around March, April, there was kind of a like, hey, yeah, we think uh, we'd like to get Apex Legends on the Switch. Um, and only within the last little bit. Yeah. And it was during it was during after the Switch sells thirty million units in two years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was after. Was it who's publishing? Is it EA? Yeah. Yep. It was only after EA's investor meeting that they announced the statement of we'd like to put it on other platforms and we want to put it and we were looking to bring it to mobile. Um, so I so I mean that indicates to me that they're moving that direction, but I just don't believe the cycle time has been quick enough to to move it over to Switch as quickly as we want it to be. My reasoning for it is that the past two E3s, Nintendo has had that big multiplayer game. Rocket League or and and Fortnite, Fortnite, yeah. and but, and so what? What? Like if we're if we're following trends, and they don't have to follow trends, right? But yeah. if we're following a trend, I mean, what is that big hype game this year? Well, well, I here's what I would argue. So with their their hype game, so you're right. Rocket League was it, but Rocket League wasn't and it was not actually released until November of that following year. That's so true. the shadow drop that you're talking about that did occur last year that was the hype was Fortnite. Now I believe they also understand how big that was for them. Like that was massive. Like out of all the news that kind of came out of E3 for Nintendo that day, Fortnite coming to the Switch was massive, right? And they had a huge install basis that day. I believe they even had the servers get crashed or something. Like it was it was crazy. Even when it was leaked, it was still huge. Yeah, exactly. Um what we do know, and this has been a leak, and I mean, short of the actual, actual confirmation, Paladin's Realm Royale is going to be revealed um, coming to the Nintendo Switch. I suspect that's going to be revealed there. And wasn't, I mean, wasn't I, a video on that even uploaded? Correct. To like the, the Portuguese Nintendo site. And they're like, whoops. Um and so I believe that that one is going to be is going to be a shadow drop. I believe that's going to be available that day. I don't know if that is, the, in my opinion, that's not as big as it needs to be for for um, for the hype to generate. So you right. know, I'm, I'm talking to myself. Maybe I'm talking to myself in circles. Maybe Apex Legends is it. I don't know. So um, what are your what is your guess about a shadow drop? So my so my direct. shadow drop my shadow drop is going to be Realm Royale. Okay. Uh, because that's an easy. That's the easy. And my other one is Sea of Thieves. Okay. And you guys want to contribute anything to that, Tim? Je- Jesse, I got um, Bowser. Bowser, yes. Bowser announces a surprise of his own, his first surprise, and it's going to be the new Mario content everybody's looking for, and that will be the Shadow Drop. Ooh. One of the Shadow Drops. <laughs> Mario content for. For Odyssey. Ooh. Okay. I, 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 I want to call it a couple. Um, I want to call it a couple statements here. Um, Ibisol says Netflix on Switch. <laughs> That's the <laughs> right. shadow drop. Yeah. Okay. And then Roy Roy says here Apex Legends Warriors followed by Overlo- Overwatch Warriors. <laughs> Explore your franchise in a new and disappointing manner. I'll just <laughs> fit in there right with Persona shadow striker whatever thing yeah. <laughs> that's great so i love uh, it that's so i can I'll, see I'll, it now on the video because you've asked so much because you've begged us because we're tired of hearing you netflix now available on nintendo switch <laughs> today <Yeah. laughs> so kind of backing up because both two of you gave said you know these four games will be announced i had something similar but i also gave myself some wiggle room 
<laughs> Wiggle room is nice. I said, we'll get release dates or at least narrow down windows for at least three of the following five. Animal Crossing, Bayonetta 3, Link's Awakening, Luigi's Mansion 3, and Town. Oh, that's right. Town and Bayonetta 3 are still sitting out there, aren't they? And you know, the the funny thing about Jesse mentioning Town is a new screenshot of that game just released today. And that's showing, why I remembered about it. Otherwise, I would have forgotten showing, all about it. Showing, you know, it. user interface and, <laughs> and some more stuff. Mm. So it's it's lurking out there. And, and did they not say when that game was teased or whatever that it was 2019? I think originally. Uh, I thought it was in development. I don't remember for sure. But the other, I mean, the other problem oh. is, I shouldn't say the problem, but like, here's, here's the, like, take, take a bit of a pause here and a beat. I, I'm going to make, a, I said the statement on Bobby's show. I'm actually okay if Nintendo does not announce anything new in 2019. What I want them to do is, as I said there, is I want them to stick the landing. I want them to stick to the dates, they, the, 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 the content they have, and stick all those landings. Because if you look at it, just with what we know now, okay? So July is going to have Fire Emblem, um, Marvel Alliance 3, um, Damon X Mackin has a question, right? We don't know where that is. Astral Chains it's is August. To be summer. Yeah, Astral Chain is August. Uh, let's say Animal Crossing is September. Luigi's Mansion is October. Pokemon is November. Link's Awakening is December. Like they have hit. They have if, if they hit all those markers, it's it's a it's like it is a flood of games um, hitting the the system. So yeah, I'm okay. Also, say that stay, there's no games coming out. Yeah, I'm okay if they say stuff like you know, um, Bayonetta three or town is actually 2020, right? Like yeah. I can see Bayonetta three being February, 2020. You know, just, I love that, uh, that, that phrase, the stick, the landing. I, I mean, if you think about it, what they've already shown us and what they've already teased for this year is pretty dang amazing. Oh yeah. Oh, on top of the fact that Mario maker releases in June. Right. Right. And right. so if they just are able to deliver on the things they've already shown, Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Maybe, maybe, and I know people, I don't think people like it, me saying this, but it might be the, the Switch's best year yet. Mm-hmm. Because Speaking I, I, know, of, I know it's hard to top 2017, but really. Speaking of Maker that you just mentioned, I did have another prediction for that, and that was yeah. going back to the event, was that um, either the event or at Treehouse, because they do talk about things at Treehouse, um, and I'm leaning more probably towards Treehouse that when they talk about Mario Maker, which I think they will for a little bit, definitely and show at some least, things there at least twice. Yeah, I think they will have a surprise. We'll have surprise info about actual amiibo content because a lot of people have been worried mm. about them not having amiibo content, but I think they will yeah. so talk about I, that. At, I think I had that almost word for word <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. So do we want to count that easy or medium? I'd I'd say that's probably uh you know what yeah, I'd say that's a medium uh, yeah we'll say medium on that one yeah <laughs> um I actually and that's what I mean not really a, yeah not really a prediction I have I would agree with that Tim I didn't have that as a prediction but I, I definitely support that as well and of course we're gonna see some amiibo by the way for for everything <laughs> right like like I wouldn't be shocked if we 
if we see Luigi's Mansion Amiibo, um, we're going to see some of the Smash new yeah. the Smash ones they're going to be bringing out, right? Because we have to see the Joker one. We haven't seen Joker's Amiibo yet. Right. Um, I and if you think about it, we have not officially seen Simon Belmont's Amiibo. We had. Did we not see the image, we've Mark? Not, not officially. We've seen it in, in like a scan in a Japanese magazine. But we've really? not officially seen Simon Belmont. Oh. Or Sorry. Richter. Um, okay. I don't think that we've seen Incineroar. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen that one. I know that for we, sure. I mean, they, those are, yeah. there are a couple there that we've not seen. Yeah, so there's definitely some amiibo catch up that they have to do, yeah. so to say. So, um, so but I wouldn't the way I worded it, The way I worded it is amiibo support will be announced for Super Mario Maker 2 at Treehouse. No, and Treehouse will have at least one segment showing it off. Yeah, yeah. Do we think these, um, hmm. Ebosel says Zelda and Metroid Maker. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> it would be amazing, but I, I will stand here and say that I doubt you will ever see a Metroid Maker game. No, I, you're going to see people make some amazing games in, in uh, Mario Maker in the spirit of Metroid. Right. I don't think yeah, you'll ever... Like, I mean, Zelda Maker, I can see happening. Mm, Mario... Mm-hmm. I mean, Metroid Maker, they, they don't even give a flying flip about Metroid enough to like make a game for it. You know, most of the time, why would they yeah. make a maker for it? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Treehouse, let me throw one out here. Uh, and Justin, this will make you happy. All right. And this is a medium prediction. This is a might. Maybe I believe Nintendo during the Treehouse will announce a 3ds game. Much excitement from Justin. <laughs> I I don't think it's going to be part of their digital presentation, but I think it's going to kind of be like Sushi Striker a few years ago. It's going to be like, what in the crap? What is Sushi Striker? Well, here it is. Let's show it to you. I will, believe it or not, disagree. I don't think they're going to. Wow. I think that they've made a pretty clear statement that they have, that they are done with uh, 3DS in relation to new software. Okay. I, I, be- I, that's my belief that, in the least. Is that an official prediction? Is comment? It's not going to be any more Mario and Luigi. Cause they've still got one to remake, right? Um, I, I, is there a good one to remake? Well, no, Bowser, Bowser, was Bowser's Inside Story done? Or is... Yep. Okay, yeah, so just got- the one that wasn't done was the second one, which wasn't very good. The one with the baby brothers. Oh, yeah. Was it Partners in Time? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I did finish that, not do one, that one, but it wasn't that... Yeah, that I, th- I think I was considered one of the worst ones. I'm okay. I'm gonna I for you uh, Jesse you asked me is that a prediction that wasn't a, that wasn't a prediction but it's a it's a counter to a prediction and you can take it you can write down that as a prediction for me as as like from the point scoring perspective is I don't believe that we will have any 3ds so you're saying is I don't believe we'll have any 3ds software announced um, I also don't believe we have any hardware announced let me just think about that one yeah I don't believe so <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was about to say. So no, no 3DS anything. Hey, we're making a whole new line of uh, 3DS, well, 2DS. I mean, 3DS I mean, Micro. 
Yeah, I mean, I make, the arg- I make the argument that they're gonna they're gonna continue to change color variants a, and whatever. A new 3DS with a crank. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't know if you saw that thing that I. Played. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, that thing I'm, looks cool. I'm oddly um, curious about that, but we'll talk about that later. Tim, why don't we pass it over to you here? Throw out another prediction for us. All right, I think this goes along with what you were saying earlier, Jesse, about Nintendo working with another company. I had down here an unexpected EA Nintendo game collaboration announced, mm. similar to what Ubisoft has done with Nintendo, and maybe even a Madden announcement. And that's wishful wishful thinking there, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think potentially EA and Nintendo could have a collaboration. Is that a medium or a high? That's probably high. <laughs> That's probably high. Yeah, I agree. The only reason why I thought of that is because of maybe some, you know, EA wants to make money. So Nintendo and sell some games on the Switch. (laughs) Yeah. So, hmm. So here's the thing is, I don't think we're going to see another. I don't. So hmm. let me let me rephrase this. I like the idea, Tim. I really do. I don't think we're going to see it from EA. I don't think that they have enough of that relationship to, to see that collaboration yet. And I think EA is just starting to get their foot in the water. And I think they're, I think apex legends, if it does indeed come to fruition, then I think that relationship may be more there, but that may be in next year. We see EA jump on that bandwagon would be my thought. Yeah. It's an EA or anybody in there, you know, under their umbrella, Yeah. but, uh, and I couldn't think of a game that stuck out to me that would be that, but I just thought it would be, and it could be something new altogether, but what it was if, just what, more of an unexpected EA Nintendo collaboration. So. What if, what if EA did the uh, Mario striker series? Yeah. Now that, that would right. be cool. That might have potential. Yeah, some legs onto it there. We'll see. Um, you mentioned the Ubisoft thing, Tim. Do you think we're going to see something else from Ubisoft and the Nintendo collaboration? So this would be two years in a row, right? So first year we had Mario and Rabbids. Second year we obviously had um, their collaboration with Star Fox. Do we do? Are we going to be three for three here, with the folks? I have another crazy one with Ubisoft. I think they're going to announce a new Prince of Persia game with a, but with a Starlink type DLC that's Nintendo exclusive. And it's linked with Legend of Zelda somehow. What? Intriguing. <laughs> it just broke my brain, but I can somehow <laughs> see it. Well, I mean, if that's very high prediction there. <laughs> they've done with Mario. They've done Star Fox. But they haven't Nintendo done a, let a Persia two, game in a long time. Would, would Zelda let two companies do a Zelda thing at the same within? The same year, or within, because we have that Necrodancer thing game coming out too. Oh, yeah, Cadence of Hyrule is coming out, and it, it may be something where Ubisoft is this it could be their 2020 game or spring 2020 game, um, Prince of Persia game. But it's Prince of Persia. I was trying to think of a game where it could be built for all consoles, but they could do like Starlink and have a DLC yeah, they, specific they- for Nintendo. Pretty much haven't made a Prince of Persia game since they started making Assassin's Creed games, which is yep. kind of the right. evolution of that play style. And it, it's completely possible, too. Ubisoft may just say, here, Nintendo, here's Prince of Persia for you. I so. feel like Ubisoft is a huge player in E3, but I see it being more of a Mario and Rabbids, too. 
than a new IP. And I was trying to go away from what everybody else has been talking to of talking about. Right. So because that trying the, to get away from the easy stuff. The only thing I say stuff. about that is is I go back to a statement I made on the show. It's maybe have been four to six months ago or more. That um, it was posted on um, the the producer or the guy who directed Mario and Rabbids that they were in Japan talking to Nintendo and they had taken their combat director with them. Nice. And one of the comments that he was making was how he's kind of a large guy and how he didn't really fit on the plane and he didn't really fit in Japan uh, while he was over there, but they had a great time, you know, visiting Nintendo and like, why, why would they be there? You know, that, that far after the release of Mario and Rabbids, if they're not cooking up something. Well, you're also, you're also assuming though, that, that the director is pegged to do is, is continuing the Mario and Rabbids. Sure. Right. No, that, no, that's a total assumption. You know, but I could, think be, that, could be that they're working, that they're the ones working on the Prince of Persia. They, right? they could be. And, but I think that, uh, that's one of those things where like when, when they did Mario and Rabbids, that was kind of like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, and because it caught on so much, I I think a sequel is inevitable. Eventually, yeah, I agree. I I agree that a that a sequel is going to happen eventually. I think it's I I don't think it's it's quite that time yet. If I'm being honest, um, but I do believe we're gonna get something from Ubisoft for sure. Um, I is that I an official prediction that we're gonna get something from Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. So I have a couple different thoughts here. I, I believe we're going to see another collaboration. I just don't know what it is yet. But, I, but I, I'm also strong to say I don't believe it's what you're thinking it is. And that may sound like just a jerk move. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if we get like an Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey port over to the Switch. I could see a bit another Assassin's Creed port. So I well, was Odyssey the one they did the uh, streaming for. That was the one they did the streaming for, correct? And they and Ubisoft has kind of been really wanting to push that onto every single console available, right? So we 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 see that I think the only console it's currently not available on in an official capacity, other than the streaming way, is the Nintendo Switch, right? So it is available in Japan on their kind of streaming services or network, whatever you want to call it there. Um, but I mean, it's on or it's going to be on Stadia, it's on Xbox, it's on PlayStation, so. I wouldn't be shocked if that's if they try and bring it over to um to the Nintendo Switch. So I have that down as an Ubisoft Nintendo collab that isn't Rabbids. That's what correct. That's the I yep. Um, <laughs> and the Assassin's Creed Odyssey will come to Switch. My wild and crazy, my wild and crazy is that it's a Mario and Assassin's Creed collaboration, <laughs> and Luigi uh, uh, Wario is actually no, while Luigi. Is the is the kind of the masked uh, character, the hooded nice. the, the assassin? Nice. So <laughs> I like that. So I'm I, fine I, with that. So I so I put in medium the Assassin's Creed Odyssey announced and as your high Mario content in ACL. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like that's definitely not going to happen. It's not going to happen in any way. Um, that's a that is a complete. Let's well worth well worth thinking. Mario stalking the, the mats of some foreign city. High above, you know. Mar- well, I, Marty, I, oh, go ahead, Jesse. So I, I put down one of my predictions, also related to we're all having the same thoughts here, related to uh, the other 
uh, companies, not necessarily collab, but I said between all of the press events, not including Nintendo's, I think there will be six or more significant Switch titles announced. Yep. You know, if they, they I, I put, they still count if Nintendo repeats it on Tuesday, but it was announced on someone else's first. But Battle of the Best is probably going to mess that up for me. Okay. Because if Nintendo says it before someone else says it, it no longer counts. Sure. Yeah. I, and that was, I was, and sorry, um, uh, Tim, you go ahead. You had something first. So you're saying to Marty. Oh, I was, you were asking about the shadow drop stuff. And I was going to mention that I think Devolver will have a shadow drop. And I think it's going to be Pedro, the Pedro game. I think Pedro's actually got a release. And I think you're right. You know, um, so Tim, I think, I think they think said summer. It actually but, has a kind of a release window. Yeah, I think it's June 25th. Well, uh, I just have June, June 2019. Yeah, it's June 25th. I'm almost 100% sure. It just uh, says it's, it's releasing, releasing the same day as, I'm pretty sure it's released the same day as Mario Maker and the same day as Bloodstained. That's unfortunate. Yeah. If that's true. Um, but yeah, Nintendo site still says June. Oh, does it? Okay. Um, I, I also agree with Jesse in relation to third party announcements at the conference. Um, I, I do believe that, you know, as third parties have had the time over the last two years to understand that the switch is a juggernaut of a system and the install base is as high as it is that more and more third parties want to be part of that conversation. And I think what we're seeing is more day and date of that third party conversation as well. Right. So obviously Mortal Kombat's a great example of that. So I suspect that we're going to see to your point, Jesse, we're going to see several games announced at third parties, whether it's square Bethesda. Um, So I do think that's something to keep an eye on. I don't have an actual count of like six, but I also, but I believe one of them that will be announced is uh, Overwatch from Blizzard. That, that's like the wow, third okay. that prediction has been out there. Yeah, <laughs> I believe. I believe. I do now think that though. That I, I will agree with Justin. I think that the time is more right now. It's if it's if it's going to happen, it's you know, it's now is the time, right? Yep. Because you got to think that eventually. I don't know how much like. I like Overwatch a whole lot. And so this is not a slam against this game at all when I say this. But, like, does it have the staying power of World of Warcraft, right? They're Eventually, they're going to probably need to do an Overwatch 2. And so I would rather get that than just like, oh, we're, we're, we're doing Overwatch 2, and we're doing Overwatch 1 for the Switch. Well, I think that, you know, the... Um Blizzard. My point is not like you get what I'm saying. Like World yeah. of Warcraft has had some serious legs on it. Yeah. So, and I well, know Overwatch has too, but how much longer can that sustain? I guess. Well, Blizzard like, has come out and openly said that they've had a drop off in their base, and they need something new to kind of reinst- re um, reignite their their fan base and their kind of online. Right. And I think when p- companies are games like Fortnite or PUBG or Apex Legends begin to kind of part your, you know, part your audience. You need to find a way to reinstall that. And I think that bring it to a platform that has a 30,000 install base is probably a good way to kind of reignite that. And I mean, if you align that with, Hey, here's some new content, which I believe they did a new content release relatively recently as well. Right. So. Yeah. My daughter played that a lot and she kind of dropped off playing it, getting into Fortnite and even Apex Legends. Um, but she did say, because I mentioned there was, you know, what if they announce Overwatch? Would you go back to it for the Switch? And she said, yeah, she would. So, 
probably other players. Yeah, I mean, like there's that. some of that install base that's already played it, like your daughter. But yeah. then there's a, a ton of them who have never touched Overwatch. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that would be great. I think I think that could definitely happen. Yeah. Uh, let me throw one out here. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Jesse. Before you say, like, examples of what happened last year, uh, it was announced Elder Scrolls Blades and Elder Scrolls Legends was going to be on the Switch, and which never happened. It's that they kind of fell off into the ether. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. See, yeah, because yeah, I added them to the future game release list, and they're still sitting here. I'm pretty much close to scratching. Them. Now, is Blades out fully on mobile yet, or is it a beta test still? It's uh, fully out now. Fully out. Yep. So, and maybe. I do have that in my notes too, Jesse. That uh, they will that Bethesda at their show will talk more about Elder Scrolls Legends and Doom Eternal. And this goes to your point, Justin, about and yours, Jesse, too, about the day and date games. Because those two games were also day and date, I believe, for the Switch. Um, and I think they'll probably talk about th- those two games more at their show. And then if there's any surprises from Bethesda, I think will also be more so on the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Any uh, any kind of bet of what you think those surprises will be from Bethesda? Uh, the easy one is uh, um, Fallout. Fallout game like sure. New Vegas or or three or something like that or even four. Um, but then I also put in a, um, a high one which was uh, Bethesda Nintendo Nintendo will announce a Bethesda developed exclusive game for mm. the Nintendo Switch because mm. Bethesda has been playing a lot with the Switch, you know, porting their games, getting used to how it works. So I thought maybe they have a team that could work on a game and bring it out for the Switch. Yeah, that's great. I like that prediction. That's I could see that happening more and more as we <laughs> see uh, this as we see the Switch pick up steam. Um. I've got just a couple more here. Uh, last one in my maybe category or middle of the road category. Uh, I predict that we will see new Joy-Con colors announced to coincide with the release of Pokemon Sword and Shield and or a special edition of the Switch as well. I agree with that, but I think that's too early. Pretty much exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> You know what scares me is that we all of a sudden Nintendo dropped off by do, doing the special edition Joy-Cons and Pro Controllers and all that after, what, the first year? Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder more so how true those rumors are about a new console or an updated console. And were they holding off doing any special editions because of some sort of changes to the new console. That's hmm. what scares me because because then that means okay, do I Possible. need to buy new Joy Cons, you know, or something? I keep type of thing, but who knows? I don't. You know, I mean, quick side note: I think when they do their Switch Pro or Switch Mini or whatever it is, I don't think they're going to be changing the Joy Cons format in any way. I would hope not. Yeah, but Nintendo no, I think crazy we're, I think we've got that concept. <laughs> Until the life cycle of the Switch is over. Yes. I yeah. agree with Justin. Because if they change the Joy-Con, it's going to completely break Labo. Yep. Unless you have a legacy system. 
it breaks a lot of things. I think, I think then you get into a kind of a, a diluted brand and an understanding of what your product is very similar to like Wii U versus Wii. You get into an entire Wii U situation, which yeah. they do not want to go, but that's like nightmare scenario for them. And I'm not yeah. saying they should do it or they would do it. It's just one of the things that scares me is that thing, but also makes me think because right. They stopped doing those things. They were doing different colors. They were doing different, patterns or whatever the last thing they did was the smash one right pro controller haven't right. seen anything since then and and other than the joy cons that came with the switch there's no other j- colors outside of that that have been released if you think about it though tim in the first two years of the console's release there were one two three four five different variants on joy cons in the very first year and I hold to the theory that it's not that they're, they're, they've abandoned doing them. It's that they just made so many darn color variants that it's Sales. hard to, it's hard to get stores to stock a new one when you're yeah. sitting on, you know, hundreds, not, well, not <laughs> hundreds, but, you know, dozens of purple and green Joy Cons. I see those more than anything, That's right? Uh, yeah, sales the yellow will ones are out that. there, but I mean, you had the grays, you had the neon, you had the neon reverse, you had the yellow, you had the 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 jo- the Splatoon color Joy Cons, if that's what you want to call them, uh, watermelon Joy Cons, whatever, and then you had one, two, three, four different Pro controllers, and then if you want to really get into it, you had the Smash Joy Cons and the Pokemon Let's Go Joy Cons, right? So. It's it's hard to keep up with all that. And, you know, typically when a, a new console releases like that, uh, we didn't see major color variants in PS4 and Xbox controllers until, you know, years after it was released. You know, you had black and white for a while. Right. Or, or black and gold or, or whatever. You know, now you go to the store. Like, I was had to pick up a couple of Xbox controllers for our student ministry, Xbox, because we had two and I wanted to have four because the kids want to play 2k and uh i, I was like i'm gonna go get controllers and i got there and there's like 15 different options <laughs> right yes and so it takes a while to build up to that i think you know because yeah. like i could get the regular white or i could get a special red one or one that looked like a pig for minecraft or whatever else you yeah, know my, my son picked up like a red contro- xbox one controller and it kind of has a little bit some texture on the back, so it's a little bit of a grip. Yes. It feels really good. That's a, yeah, no, that's the one that, that I picked up, and it's really nice. Uh, all the buttons are red. All the, like, joypad and everything's red. And, like, I love that between the buttons they have the little dots that show the colors that it would be on a regular controller. Just a neat little touch. I, but I didn't even notice that detail. The uh, I, I think Nintendo is probably going to do, like, like I said, this is my prediction. I think we're going to get at least one more Joy-Con color this year. But, like, which release would it be most likely for? It's Pokemon. I like that. The match the shield and the sword, that would be awesome. Yes. Yes, and I think I, that, I like, that. I would love, you know, I and, and this is just me personally. Like, I love the symmetry and uh, the look of the shield logo more than i like the the sword logo i would love to see them have like an those both on the dock like the sword over the shield or something like that just be a neat way to 
to celebrate that that release. Be interesting to see what they come out with for that. All right. Okay. Somebody right. else take a crack at it. I have a few more. So piggybacking on Pokemon Sword and Shield, you know, gotta love the segues. Uh, <laughs> I I said that Sword and Shield will get a minor mention in the direct and will not show evolution uh, starters evolution in the direct, but at some point during the treehouse they'll show the the stage one of at least one of them. That's what they've done before, right? I think so. Something similar. They show more during the treehouse, and they, actually, they do a separate Pokemon direct right before E three, don't they? Usually, they or, have in the past, yeah. Either they just before past? or just after, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I really don't think we're going to have time to get one though this year. Hmm. They could they could announce it, you know, a couple days beforehand. Overnight drop. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Info Drop. Uh, so, yeah, I've got one left. What does everyone else have left? I've got two. I have a um, more two. I'm actually all out. Okay. Oh wow. So, so. I have a couple more too. All right, Tim, you want to go next? All right, I have. Um, actually, I have three more. I just noticed the other one. Uh, so before I get into Nintendo's couple of Nintendo ones, I have one for Square Enix. Which um, they'll have their own show, and of course they'll probably talk about the Marvel game and FF7. Um, I think they'll might even mention uh, some new Octopath information. Um, but in regards to Nintendo, I think they will probably potentially release uh, Tomb Raider games for the Switch. Hmm. So, actually, so actually, here's an out of left field prediction. Uh, valid, valid prediction. Uh, the Tomb Raider. I think they're all probably well. The Marvel game and the FF Seven is probably the easiest one that they'll probably talk about. But the Octopath and the Tomb Raider ones are probably medium to high. Okay. Um, yep. I'm trying to get all these down somewhere. <laughs> And it, again, for uh, Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider series, the new, newest Tomb Raider series. Right. I tried to think of, especially for some of these uh, events, that they're they're going to be catering to all the consoles, so it's not going to be too much exclusives to the Switch. Of a lot of like you guys talked about day to, day and date type stuff. Um, so I think if Square Enix is going to talk about a Switch release it, for like Tomb Raider, it would probably be during the Direct. Because there's got to be some third party, you know, stuff in the Direct as well. So I thought maybe Tomb Raider could be one of them. Good call. I like that because I like those games. <laughs> would you double dip on them? Uh... Maybe for the right price. For the right price. I mean, but or later down Capcom the line. is Capcom has proven this week that it's not going to be the right price, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. And those Resident Evil titles dropping are not getting a lot of love because of the price. Um, I and and really Square 
Square has not had really good feedback on some of its prices, I think. What were you saying, Justin? Uh, nothing. It's okay. Go ahead. No, go. No, I'm done. No, it was relevant to that. I said I was going to say I actually have one other uh, uh, prediction that that just kind of reminded me of that every that as well. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I believe that Super Nintendo games will be announced. <laughs> Nobody has mentioned that. That's so right. weird. Well, I I was thinking about that, but I think after listening to everybody's arguments and some of the other shows, especially Justin, when you were on the show with uh, Nintendo Guru, he, I think he had a good point about it coming in September when the one year is going to end for everybody that Nintendo would want to use Super Nintendo games as a uh, you'll want to renew type incentive. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to give Bobby credit for that one. So I'm saying the counter. <laughs> I mean, that is a good point, though. Yeah. Give give the guru credit where it's due, right? <laughs> um, let me throw one more out here. This is in the category that I called never because it's not going to happen, but it's fun to talk about. Yes. Uh, I believe, I predict that during the direct, uh, we will see uh, concept art for Metroid Prime 4. I will go bonkers if I see something from Metroid. That would be so awesome. There will. I think that if they that they they save that till the very end and be like, oh, and by the way, remember, Retro Retro is working on this little title called Metroid Prime Four, and here is the first screenshot from what if from they what do, they've got. What if they do something different where? And I don't know if this ever gets done in the life cycle of game development this early, but what if they do something like that, but also say that you could go to Spotify and download one of the uh, one of the new tracks from the game? Oh, just to hold, you know, we're sorry we had to delay it. So here's a track that we've got developed that you. Can I don't download. like it. I think that would be cool, but I don't. That's again, you know, like what you're saying, high, high up there on the list of. Yeah, I, I hope doubt it. But, <laughs> right. But I think uh, that'd be I'll, cool. Yeah, I will finish off my predictions with this one. And again, this is another one of the 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 high end, right? And I'm only saying this because I don't see anything about this circulating right now. And that is, uh, and I'm just going to do it. I'm going to throw the grenade and let it go where it goes. Uh, Mother 3 remake for the Switch. Yep. <laughs> Marty, I have, I, that's one of my things too, but I have something else that goes with it. It's not just M- Mother 3. It's an Earthbound collection. And it's some point in the direct, probably towards the end, before they, before they end the direct, Reggie actually comes in and says, before I leave it's a surprise announcement that he says it's an earthbound collection i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> my body is ready it's like it goes dark and then he comes peeks out or whatever and says uh you thought i was gone nope before i leave i gotta leave with you getting this. what if it was like i got one more thing for you i worked extra hard on this because yes. you ask which yeah. means it's never gonna happen <laughs> right right Speaking of kind of like forward looking, I believe that we're going to get a teaser, either image or short trailer for Pikmin. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And it'll be a 2020 game. I like Pikmin. I, yeah. I, I hope we get that for the people who 
Love that series. I also don't believe we get anything on Metroid, whether it's the Prime Trilogy Collection or Prime 4 teaser screenshot art. Mm-mm, not you don't a think thing. There's going to be a single thing about Metroid. Not a thing. So, Justin, I, that's my last prediction because I did predict in the beginning of 2019, I said that although I predicted that the uh, Metroid Prime trilogy would drop in the summer, my fingers are crossed for that, of course. Uh, but I had thought I, when I talked to you guys earlier this week, I had said I actually wouldn't mind if they actually remastered, remastered each one and sold each one separately leading up to MP4. So instead of just dropping all three, they yeah. actually take the time, and maybe it was Retro that did this during the time, take the time to remaster one, two, and three, and drop them strategically along the way up leading up to MP4. So yeah. unlike Final Fantasies 10 and 12 that were released two weeks apart? <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> oh, you know what could be, sorry, my brain's all over the place. It's 530. You know what could also be another shadow drop is Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, yeah. That's possible. Rumors are out there saying that that is going to be a shadow drop. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot. There's apparently, and, and you know, with it being our predictions, I didn't want to get into this too much tonight, but there's apparently a leaked document that's out there that is seems pretty convincing. Uh, there's been a few YouTubers do some videos on it, but who knows, right? I mean, it's... Is this is this a traditional, you know, someone with a with a printer makes up their little their schedule? Uh, it was it was actually this Using was the same connected template to as last year. it was connected to someone who has been right about predictions in the in the past. Interesting, interesting. So, so going sorry, I'm to not going to tell you where it's at. I don't because you know, rumor and innuendo, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can, go, um, you can go find it. Go search for it. You'll you'll find it. Tim, I like I like like strategically. I like your your thoughts on the Metroid stuff. Um, like as a Metroid fan, as like it all makes sense to me. I just think they're too far out. I think they're yeah. too far out to begin building that hype. And I think after after the the, the really missed target for um, Metroid, I think that's one of those things that they're going to make sure is locked like locked, locked before they build out their kind of hype and strategy train to kind of build people to that excitement. So um, I think because they, they've had to restart it right from scratch, essentially um, that they're going to kind of be, they're going to stay, I think very clear of the Metroid brand until they have a really good, good understanding of what they need. But again, I mean, I'd love to be, I'd love to be wrong on that. And and I hope that you're right. And I am wrong, but just my gut feeling of where they are and what they currently have in their catalog I could um, be a year off on the prediction too. Who knows? You yeah. know, a year or two off. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we might be able to recycle this for. Uh, I, I have seen on other shows. I have seen a prediction made one year come through two years later. Yeah, yeah. and they be they were sure to mention it when it did, <laughs> as you would, right? Right. So I, I came. I came. I remembered another one I was thinking of. So I have two left. Uh, the first one I want to say is, where did I put it? Uh, I think that we're going to go back to the classic system. Something will be announced. I don't know if it'll be Game Boy or N64, but I think something will be. Well, I would like something to be. 
And my last one is, I think that they will do a shadow drop of a new Nintendo-developed arcade archive game like they did Donkey Kong last year. Oh, yeah. Any ideas of what it could be? I want Popeye. I doubt it will be because of licensing. But That's your I, high one right there. Yeah. <laughs> I actually honestly don't know what Nintendo arcades that were of significance haven't yet been released, so it's hard to tell. Okay. Versus baseball would be interesting if they actually got a two-player working. Mm. Because that, in, in, the, that, in the arcade, that was actually pretty fun. It was like the NES baseball, but it had two screens at a 90-degree like angle away from each other. So the you, the two people are almost looking at each other, race and uh, you play baseball against each other instead of just against a computer. That's cool. That'd be very cool. Yep. All right. these been fantastic predictions, the best predictions, right? I had fun with it. Definitely, it's kind of reminding me a little bit of a uh, fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so. For those of you who are keeping track at home uh, or aren't keeping track at home, we did. And so we added all of these to our notes. And so after E3, we'll be sure to go back and see who is most correct and who is least correct. Either way, here's it's, here it's, is. And since we don't have the same number of predictions, we're, um, when, when we do the math, we're going to figure out a percentage. Cause sure. Sure, I think it has to be a percentage. Yeah, because you know I can get five right and Justin can get seven right and also have a higher percentage. Right. Here, <laughs> here is here's the thing. I don't think it's a prediction uh, or a long shot to say that Nintendo's got a fantastic year lined up for the rest of the year already. Whether like Justin, the point that Justin made, even if they just stick the landing, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a big one for Switch owners. And that's just first party stuff. We don't know what's coming down the pike. A lot of third-party stuff. I'm hoping that we see that uh, more at E3 and uh, get a get a little bit of an idea of what's coming there. But guys, you know, thanks for hanging with us for our predictions. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Sorry, Marty, before we do what we've been playing, did we want to see what our Patreon folks put in the doc Absolutely. for their comments? I, wow, I totally forgot. Sorry. No uh, worries. My bad. <laughs> uh, I'm hustling us right along here, but yeah, let's go uh, take a look at what our fine folks over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads said. And you know, Justin, for a dollar a month, you too can go over and comment on our posts and have me forget them uh, as well. So uh, just saying that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and, I mean, I'm totally saying that to, uh, to stall for time. Uh, here's a, here's a few that uh, were over there. Cat uh, janitor says, here we go. For the past three years, Nintendo has given us one overarching theme on the show for breath of the wild Mario smash. What, but what's the game this year? You might think Animal Crossing, but I say nay, my good sir. That game plays like crap as a show for experience. And although the set pieces would be adorable, Nintendo wants you to make sure you have fun actually playing the game, and Luigi's Mansion sucks, so no. So what will the game be then? Picture this. A cityscape. Maybe reused assets from the Odyssey set two years ago, except way more neon and glowing buildings and stuff, 
And right in the center of the show floor is a huge, shiny, mechanical demon. That's right, chumps. Astral chain. <laughs> That's where the comment ends. That's fair. Wow. I mean, I, I do think I do think it's interesting where. Um, That's a bold move. Yeah, it's a bold move. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't think they have thematically one. Right. I think I think this year I think it's, it's right. more. I really see it more as a cross section cut, right? Where it's like three set pieces kind of in there, right? Animal Crossing, Link's Awakening, and uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. It's, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't. I think it's I think more of a three piece set as opposed to one arcing set. To be honest, I, I don't know if Astral Chain has enough um, backing to kind of have that you know IP to be able to do that. Where I think Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, Link's Awakening would. So, but yeah, I mean, typically by now you would have heard if they were doing just like one game. Right to really do the big blowout for, so I don't think so. But yeah, good, it's, idea. it's an interesting idea. It is an interesting idea, and one that's slightly skewed a little more adult than <laughs> Nintendo usually has for its uh, for its presentation. There, Joseph says, "Great vid, Justin. Here are my predictions: Bayonetta three reveal for December release, Animal Crossing gameplay in October release, Luigi's Mansion gameplay in July release, Ooh, Super nice. Mario Party DLC, new boards and characters." Link's oh. Awakening September release and will include the original Game Boy version. Oh. SNES games reveal tend to start, then two monthly starting in August. More Astral Chain details, more town details, and a 2020 date. Teaser for a new WarioWare in 2020. New Golden Sun coming in 2020. Brand new Mario and Luigi RPG coming to Switch in 2020. Wow. Those 2020 ones. They're, yeah. Uh, they're good deep they're, on that one. It's, well, they did some good detail in there. I like the so things that I would say. I thought Luigi's Mansion's not July. That's way too soon. I think they're I think they're they're remiss if they don't put Luigi's Mansion in October near Halloween. Like that's that's kind of an easy marketing yep. idea. Um, I do. What's one thing I did? I do like the DLC for Mario Party. That's a. I completely missed that one. I think that's a really yeah. really smart idea there. I think that would be great. Um, uh, Bayonetta, I, th- I, I think Bayonetta's gonna be 2020. It needs to be pushed, but I, I really do too. I, I mean, yeah, I could be wrong though, but yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. That's, uh, That'll be October 2020. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do like the fact that starting with 10, um, starting with 10 SNES games probably makes sense too. Yeah, uh, last comment here comes from Nick Metzger. He said, uh, there's a podcast there, the Nintendo Yeti. It's like a guru, but not seriously <laughs> hilarious video. So as for predictions, September Animal Crossing, October Luigi, November Pokemon, and December Link's Awakening. I know this isn't earth-shattering, but I think that's where it will shake out. I do think that Animal Crossing will be the floor centerpiece, but I do agree with Cat Janitor that they need some more fun to play for three-minute games. Uh, more fun to play for three-minute games to show off on the floor. So I think you'll be playing Link's Awakening, Astral Chain, Mario Maker, and maybe even Metroid Prime Trilogy, A Guy Can Dream, all surrounded by cute trees that drop bells and a tyrannical raccoon. My question to you guys is the biggest thing that you don't want to see or hear the game that would make you cry. If it got pushed to 2020 or the game announcement that would make you just roll your eyes. That's a good question. Oh, I know this, this, this is off the top of my head right here. Rare replay. Nobody cares. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> when that game was initially was announced, I thought, you know, this 
he's like that game kind of had me intrigued but uh and when when my brother-in-law when he lived he, he, here you know he he got an xbox and got the game and show, show, showed me the game the games he was playing and i'm like yeah i really don't care about these anymore so yep. very short window of attention I remember him trying to play Banjo Kanuzui and then complaining about some of the controls. I'm like, that's why I never finished it. Yeah, I think probably my answer to the game that nobody would care about and just roll their eyes about is Mega Man 12. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> wow. I think, I think Marty and Ash has to uh, double-team Justin on that one. <laughs> sure. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think that'd probably be... Sonic 4 Episode 2? <laughs> yeah, any Sonic game, sure. Well, that Sonic was, the Hedge... Yeah. Sonic the Werehog Part 2. Actually, yeah. now that you mention it, you just brought something to mind. It's They're fun games, but I don't think they need to spend any time in the direct, and that's the Mario Sonic Olympic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good yes. point. That's a good point. Yes. That's something but, I would want to see in the Tim, direct. You have opened Pandora's box, and you know <laughs> that they're going to spend time during the direct on Mario and Sonic at the freaking Olympics. Nobody cares; it's the same game every time you do it, just in a different location. Yeah. Now, if, nobody... if there's something different about it that they 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 show off, the great. But I mean, yeah. if it's the same thing, just new games. You'll really... have the choice of all four Sonics. <laughs> yeah, right. Classic, modern, loose, loose Sonic. And black, black, edgy Sonic, Silver <laughs> Sonic. No one cares about. No, I and Pink I, Sonic I, with a hammer. No, I mean the legitimate four Sonics. You know, the classic, the modern, the boom, and the movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the movie one's unlockable. That that makes my head hurt because <laughs> it actually makes enough weird sense that it would happen. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Only if Classic Sonic is voiced by Urkel. I'd be okay <laughs> with this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys, for your comments over there at Patreon.com. Now we're going to play the music again. This is what we've been playing. <laughs> Justin. Yeah. It's been a while since we've heard what you've been playing, so we're going to go to you first. Okay, let me. I actually, know about these great, this grandiose what you've been playing it because you said it's not what we expect. So yeah, I, gotta, I need to. I'm going to give you four games. Uh, I'll give you the last one as the one to not expect because company's been kind enough, and I've been reviewing games, and I haven't had a chance to do full videos, but I want to tell you what I've been playing. Uh, first thing I bring to your attention, and I'm going to be quick about it. By the way, I'm going to make these quick, uh, like yays or nays. Uh, Venture Kid. Venture Kid was released by FDG Entertainment uh, early May. If you grew up in the 80s and love old school NES games uh, with a huge inspiration towards Mega Man, the original Mega Man, you need to check this game out. Um, it's not super, super difficult, but it definitely feels like, you know, if you were, again, if you were a kid in the 80s and you were going down to your local blockbuster, this would have been one of the games that you would have pulled off the shelf to play. Um, and it's really fantastic. I think it's under $10. I'd highly recommend it. Again, definitely huge inspiration for Mega Man <laughs> and fun game to play. I, I looked at the price, and it's got the $10 as a normal price, crossed yeah. out, and then the next the price next to it is $10. 
Oh, okay. There you go. Then. What? I don't know what's going on there. Uh, so that that's my first. Re- so that's a recommendation. Venture Kid. Second one I've been playing was Shakedown Hawaii, um, and I will say that I'm fairly disappointed with Shakedown Hawaii. Um, I think you know it is it is it is Grand Theft Auto for the basically in the SNES kind of graphics and engine. Um, I I found it not super compelling. Um, I like the the missions are short, which is great. Like if you're looking for like mini burst kind of things, like the missions are go here, steal car, bring it back here, go here, shake down a coffee shop, bring you know, and, and then you're done. Like they're very short missions. If you're if you're in a time crunch, it's fine. But like the, the story, which is a you know 1980s business mogul who's basically or 1990s business mogul who's essentially you know, running out of capital and it's now shaking down Hawaii for income. It, I just don't, I just don't care if that makes sense. I just don't find it super, super compelling. Um, but if you, if you were, you know, were really in the shakedown um, franchise and, and maybe that series and kind of like the GTA ideas of it, um, it may be something to check out, but it just didn't really scratch my fancy. Uh, I also want to be transparent that both of those games and the next one I'm going to review are also provided to us with a review code as well. So, um, you know, take all of that for a bit of a grain of salt or whatever you want to. The next one um, that I've been playing with my wife is Poyo Poyo Champions. Um, and this has been a lot of fun. Um, I don't really know what Poyo Poyo means, and I should probably look that up in case it's like some weird curse word. Um, but it's, you know, if you're, you know, if you liked Poyo Poyo Tetris um, or the Poyo Poyo games, right? And again, this is very Tetris-ish where you drop, you know, three or uh, three to four kind of these blobs that form together. Um, you make lines in there. They have uh, Poyo Poyo 2 and Poyo Poyo Fever is kind of the infrastructure these are built on. Um, they have an online functionality, you know, you play, you can play with your, you know, single player or you can play with someone locally in multiplayer. Um, and you kind of have rounds and championships. It's a lot of fun. It's just a lot of really cool. Again, if you like Tetris, you like those kind of puzzle games that you play together. I'd highly recommend Poyo Poyo Champions. I think it's about, uh, I think $15 in the eShop. So that'd be my recommendation. And my fourth one, which is a game that you probably wouldn't think I'd be playing was Xenoblade Chronicles 2 the what? golden or the golden country. And I have been playing eight or nine hours of that on my flight. And I am really, really engaged with it and really compelled. And I think it is a really cool story and a really great game. Um, controls took a little bit to figure out. And then I also didn't realize that you had to actually turn on the save mode to actually save the game. It wasn't uh, auto save was not enabled. And I played two and a half hours and then I had to restart my two and a half hours again. So that was super annoying. Um, But I find it very interesting. I love the kind of main campaign versus kind of side questing. Although I will say I'm at a point now where I have to complete side quests to build relationships to complete a main quest activity, which sort of irritates me um, because I thought the main quest was just you didn't have to do all these little side quests. But um, other than that, I find it really, really interesting. And um, and I started with that as opposed to going straight into Chronoblade or Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really cool. I really like it. I'm really happy I picked it up. So those are my um, two recommendations would be Venture Kid and uh, Poyo Poyo Champions. Um, and then my kind of, wow, this is great and cool to me is uh, uh, Golden Country, Tornet Gold Country. Awesome. Tim, what about you, bud? 
so my time's been limited lately as of late, but uh, uh, the games that I have been able to play is one, I did get to do the beta test for the Mario Kart Tour. Um, although I can't show anything, obviously, uh, I can say, you know, I've been actually enjoying it. And, uh, but I have to give kudos to the other guys who have been giving really good descriptions of the game in our Patreon. Um, they, they've been playing it as well. Some of them that got on the beta test and, uh, cat, cat janitor is one I can think of. We've mentioned him yeah. in the show. Yeah, and they've been doing a great job describing what you get, what you can do in there. And like I said, it's been a lot of fun. And I can see where you potentially could spend money, but I'm not sure. Nintendo's been very good at making sure that people don't spend a lot of money on their games as far as, um, you know, um, buying extra things. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they monetize it. But uh, it's, it's, it's fun. It's one-handed controls. Uh, but you can also change it to be uh, gyroscope controls. Um, and it looks good on my phone. Uh, I got a, a Samsung with a nice wrapped screen on it and stuff like that, too. So I get a lot of screen real estate there. So, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I think I think there's going to be obviously there's going to be people who are going to complain about it. Um, but if you go in knowing that you're not going to get a full fledged Mario Kart game, that you're going to get a quick play and you know one-handed game then i think you'd be fine with it um what a game i did pick up but i haven't had a chance to play yet is diablo i actually picked that up for the first time uh, i i like to consider myself the late gamer <laughs> sometimes i don't buy a game until later and get to play it but uh it was on sale and i uh because gamestop had a pro day and i got to trade in some stuff and got a good deal on it so i picked that up and then one that I won actually from the developer was OTD, OTTD. I think that was a Marty. Was it you that reviewed it? Yeah. Over the top tower defense. Yes. OTTTD. Yes. And it, I'm actually having a lot of fun with that. Uh, so it's a fun game. It is. And uh, it's really difficult. Yes. Yeah, I'd I mean, say the difficulty ramps up quick. And I would say anybody listening to this, go check out Marty's review of that game to get more in depth of that. But uh, I, I'm enjoying it. I don't usually get into tower defense games, but um, I cracked the code in their video that they were sharing, the developer, and I was able to get download one for free. And then the last game that I'm actually I played a little bit of, but I'm actually reviewing because thanks to the um, developer and the marketing company for giving us a code for it is uh, Silence. And um, it's a it's a adventure novel type game where it's um, it's about a brother and sister who are trapped in a uh, uh, bunker because of bombings. And it, I haven't gotten too deep into it, so I'm only kind of inkling of what the story's about. But it sounds like it's something where they're trapped in this bunker for a long time and the brother has to help the sister get out of her own mind in a way. So it's a very deep concept. Uh, hopefully I didn't get that too wrong again. I'm just starting to get into it, but hopefully I'll have a review for everybody, um, soon. And again, like I said, I'm the late gamer. This came out back in April, but <laughs> yeah, silence uh, is marked as a $40 game, but discounted to 20. Yeah. It's uh, 50% off. 
So good time to pick it up. It's uh, if, especially if you like the adventure uh, novel type games, story driven games, yeah. uh, point and click type games. So that's what I've been playing. All cool. right, Jesse, what about you? Okay. Again, I had little time to do anything new. So uh, I, I've been playing more of Picross S3. I've, Almost done with the main set of puzzles. I just have the last page left, which are the, the, the twenty by fifteens, and then uh, then I have the megas to do. And you know, I, I, I think those are the more fun for me, so I save those for last. Um, then I recently started playing the the Donkey Kong Arcade more often, except for not from Arcade Archives on the Switch, but on my arcade cabinet that from that we put together a few months ago. So, and I'm, I've been getting to level four consistently and I actually got to level five once. So that's the first time I've done that. And I, the first time I broke a hundred thousand points. So I'm happy with that. I'm, so I'm still kind of doing that whenever I have some downtime, see if I can get, get, get a better score. But something that, you know, I forgot about, but starting with level four, you, they, they give you, the barrel stage twice in in the level and then it's level five i think they'll give it to you three times so by the time you get to the rivet stage that's 150 meters so you have to do six so five stages or six stages to get to the next level and then the people that can actually get to the kill screen which is level 23 they're playing for three hours straight wow and that definitely gets a little bit of pressure on you after a while. Yeah, because that when, when you get to that fourth level, it, the the game is on a maximum level, and it's it's rough. Especially you know, seventy five meters with the springs uh, is I, nope. I, I know nope. the pattern, but it's still really hard to get through it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've not been playing anything this week. I, well, I take that back. I've actually been playing a game called little friends, dog, dogs and cats. That's basically, uh, a third party publisher's answer to Nintendo or Nintendo dogs and Nintendo cats. Um, we cannot talk about this game yet, but there will be a, a video review up on the 28th of this month. That's when the embargo lifts. Uh, and I'm going to actually do that review with my daughter the because 28th? she, the 28th, yes. The game releases on the 27th. <laughs> well, yeah, the embargo is up until the 28th. That's interesting. Yeah, so uh, it is interesting. Um, so I'm actually going to do the review on this with my daughter. Uh, okay. She has saw this game not long ago and flipped out about it. And so when we got a code, I ask and voila, here we are. So she oh, is going to help me review this game. Yeah, twenty seven awesome. is Monday, so maybe that is wrong because I have seen Nintendo put, put the wrong dates here before. So they just they just reconfirmed with us today via email that embargoes are are uh, up until the twenty eighth. Okay, so it wouldn't surprise me if it'll actually release on the twenty eighth then. Right, right. So um, I have put in a little bit of time to it with it, but I'm going to go back through it with her and, and as we do the video. Uh, but I did kind of fall down the um, pixel lines uh, hole again at the end of last week uh, and over the weekend. And after we recorded last week's show, 
you've heard Jesse and I talk about pixel lines. It's where you just kind of, you know, you go from like, if it's a 12 line, you go from point A to point B, both of them say 12 and you have to bend the line and make it fit into a certain place. So it all comes together and makes a picture. Um, I finished the, I guess, story mode <laughs> of it. Uh, and I've been playing through the puzzle mode. It has various little different things in there. Um, like there's a sports one, there's a holidays one, or like a Halloween and a Christmas. I just finished the pet pack. So uh, it's very relaxing. I enjoy doing it, and I don't have to put a lot of – doesn't stress me out too much. Uh, but I did notice today, and I'm just as a note, that one of my favorite games uh, did get an update today, and that is Dead Cells uh, got a huge uh, new free DLC that came out as of today. I have not been able to dig into that yet because it just downloaded right before we started uh, the show. I hadn't even been on my Switch today at all. Uh, but that one is a lot of fun and one of my favorite roguelikes. And so I'm looking forward to digging into that. I'm, I've heard the there's a new ending. There's a new secret area to find. There's all kinds of new weapons and enemies and different things like that. So um, keep, we'll talk about that. I'll talk about it on next week's show. Talk about my impressions with it. So, yeah, that's what we've been playing this week. Uh, hey, guys. Yeah. Sorry, real quick. I have to say this, that you you and a couple of the other people in uh, in our Patreon Discord have been talking about the Satisfy Grip. And yeah. I finally got one. I finally got the red and black one. Yeah. And love I love it. And I even got the mini grip, too, that they, they have. So you can, if you have it docked, you can use that. So I love this, this thing. Like I don't (laughs) play my switch handheld and I'm playing my, I found that I play my switch mostly primarily handheld. And so I don't ever hardly have it where it's not in this, in this grip. And it it is just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Guys, let's move over to our community spotlight and talk about a couple of winners this evening. on tonight's community spotlight we don't have a whole lot of uh, comments or news or anything because we already covered those earlier in the show but we we do want to take a couple of minutes to recognize a couple of winners uh below is uh or right under right here we're going to talk about uh our winner of our monthly eShop card drawing but this month we're also going to do a little something extra and that is we're going to give away a flip grip accessory for nintendo switch Jesse, can you tell our listeners, if they're not familiar, what a flip grip is? Yeah, so the flip, drip, the flip grip lets you like dock the switch vertically into it, with along with they have side rails, you put the Joy-Con on it. So you're playing handheld with the vertical screen vertically oriented for uh, games like like Donkey Kong and the. Uh, Donkey uh, Kong, Punch Out, yeah, and, uh, Ikaruga, and it's and it's pronounced Tate, not Tate. Thank you. It's Tate for, mode. It's Japanese for vertical. <laughs> I, I I think I've heard IGN called it Tate, and I just went, no, don't do that. Yeah, uh, it's Tate mode. <laughs> yeah, so it's so um, yeah, so when. When uh, that was originally announced, I picked up two for myself, and then we said, "Hey, let's pick up two more for the show." And, right. 
and uh, yeah, Tim showing a little card that it comes with, which gives some instructions on how things slide in. It also can be used like a little, like a kickstand, so you can still prop it if you want to. But yeah, I've never tried that. A very thick so like, credit so, card so, type plastic that so lets I, you do that. So I got two for myself. We got two more for the show. We gave one away several months ago, and I have the holding the other one in my hand, ready to give it away. Yep. And so uh, we'll announce that one first. Uh, Donnie, Donnie, you have won a flip grip from the show, and so we'll be contacting you via Patreon this week to set up how to send that flip grip to you. And the winner of our eShop card this month, and y'all, some of y'all have really hard name, names, and I know that I'm going to mispronounce this name, but um, Gear Allstad has won the eShop card for April. Now, for you guys who maybe haven't been following along, we're doing the eShop card a little bit differently. You know we've split the funds on that. And so, uh, Gear, you're going to get a $25 eShop card. We're going to contact you about how to uh, get in touch with that. What we want to do with the other 25 is direct you to look at our YouTube channel starting tomorrow when info about May's Monthly Mayhem goes up. All right, so May's game was Cuphead. Scores have been submitted. Uh, you know, everything's been tallied. Winners of a $15 eShop card and a $10 eShop card will be announced on that video, as well as that video acting as a recap about Cuphead, which was our first monthly Mayhem game, uh, including your thoughts and comments and some uh, basically like a, a video review of it in a way. All right. Uh, and then the new monthly Mayhem will begin on May 25th, which is next week. And right now it looks like it's going to be uh, – roguelike game downwell which is available on the eShop for three bucks so yeah. not really any reason not to play it and try it's a game that i did buy but haven't played yet so i'll give this there one you a go try. jesse well, i want to see you post your scores all right because like you know we're not eligible to win any of that eShop money however we can still compete right it's just for glory Bragging just, rights. Just for all the glory and bragging rights. <laughs> that's right. Well, guys, that's been episode 231 of the show. We want to thank you for hanging out for our E3 predictions. And, man, Justin, again, it has been so good to have you back. Uh, we are excited that you are back in the swing of things. Tim, thanks for coming on tonight. It's been awesome to have you as well. Tim, we mentioned earlier, is our Patreon community manager he helps take care of everything in Discord and all kinds of other stuff behind the scenes, and we are super thankful for him. And Jesse, man, you record this thing every week. We're super thankful for you, too. Jesse's and all the man. guys who would fall under the umbrella of Nintendo Dads, like Zach and Gary and others who do reviews and videos and stuff for us, like Drew and uh, John Blanco. expectations. And, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we do want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Chris Mears, John Blanco, Dave Ernsberger, and Timothy Off. Thanks for supporting us at so that, that, that level. You can head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dance to support us for even as little as a dollar a month. You gain access to our Discord and all the secrets held inside. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and now on Spotify. So go check us out over there. Review us. Give us a five-star rating and type some nice words so people will be able to find us 
and all those fun algorithms. Speaking of algorithms, you can find us on the social medias at Nintendo Dads. That's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. And if you want, head on over and buy some sweet Nintendo Dad merch at tiny.cc backslash Nintendo Dad's store. It's all lowercase. It's all awesome. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show and Adam Leonard and Carter Johnson for all the sweet artwork they've done for us. For me, for Justin, for Jesse and Tim, this has been episode 231. Bye-bye. Maple syrup mooses. <laughs>